Welcome on in, ladies and gentlemen. Bienvenidos, señoras y señores. This is Season 2, Episode 7 of the NAI Ball Podcast, brought to you by none other than Silverback Sports, ShopSilverback.com, and at ShopSilverback on Twitter. I'm your host, Robbie Gutierrez, as always with you here, and joining me via the phone, Mr. Cody Butler, the foremost authority on NAI baseball himself. Cody, man, what's going on? I'm excited to talk baseball with you, man. A lot to discuss this week. New poll coming out. Absolutely. We always love when a new poll comes out because, well, I mean, it just does no, it does good. People love the top 25 poll, and we are going to get to that in just a second. But we will start things out as we always do. Shout outs and mentions. Let's get it rolling here. Shout out to Cumberland's Brian Benz. He becomes the program's all time home run leader with. 35 home runs so far in his career. A shout-out to Westmont relief pitcher Bailey Reed. He picked up three saves in all three of Westmont's wins this weekend. Shout-out to Peru State pitcher Eddie Tavares. Strikes out 16 and only allows one hit in his last start. A shout-out to Truett McConnell's Austin Bishop. Went 12 for 18 and hit for the cycle versus Brian. A 452 average on the season for him a shout out to Campbellsville's Tyler Deason 17 for 27 two home runs five doubles and 14 RBIs I want to give a mention to Arizona Christians Robert Bosted 11 for 17 two home runs nine RBIs and a series win over William Jessup a huge series win for Arizona Christian a mention here to Central Baptist Justin Vincent 13 innings pitch two runs 21 strikeouts a 2 and 0 record for him that's all in one weekend Shout-out to USAO pitcher Colton Williams. Sets a program record with 18 strikeouts. Always love to give a shout-out to St. Thomas University pitcher Ian Exposito. 14 strikeouts ties a Sun Conference high for the year. Also, shout-out to Jackie Urbias, the preseason All-American. Hits three home runs, seven runs, six hits in a sweep of Thomas. Briarcliff starting pitchers Nicholas Cole and relief pitcher Kiona Navas. They combined for a no-hitter versus Northwestern. Cole went six innings pitch, no hits, no runs, nine strikeouts. Georgia Gwinnett head coach Brad Stromdahl, he gets a shout-out for win number 300. Taylor baseball head coach Kyle Gould gets a shout-out for win number 500. And Cody, man, we have to mention LSUS head coach Brent LaValle. Congratulations to him on the newest addition to their family. So definitely a lot of shout-outs and mentions this week, Cody, but we are definitely glad to get to them all. Is there anything that really stands out to you from that group? Yeah, I just want to congratulate head coach Kyle Golden, head coach Brad Strombaum, when career game 500 and 300. Huge accomplishments. Absolutely agree. I mean, those are some huge accomplishments for them. I mean, to win 300 and 500 games, that's that's something that some coaches don't even get to coach 300 or 500 games in their career. So congratulations again. To them. Let's take a look at our conference ratings. This is the first time, Cody, we've really looked at the conference ratings this year. This is the first time that we'll really kind of go through and see. And at the end of all of this, we'll go ahead and tell you a little bit more about what the conference ratings really mean and how they work. But we'll start things off in the American Midwest Conference. The only team rated in that one was Freed Hardeman at the one spot. In the Appalachian Athletic 
Tied for one for the one spot are Tennessee Wesleyan and Brian. Truett McConnell is in the third spot and Point is in the fourth spot. Cody, tell us a little bit more about Truett McConnell, who sits at eight and one. You know, they're playing really well to start the year. Second baseman, Austin Bishop, hitting 452. He leads the team in the hits and RBIs. They have a pair of dudes on the mound. Cason Brown and Greg Elder, both of them have been really strong. Cason Brown, 6-0, 2.91 ERA. Greg Elder struck out 45 batters in 28 innings pitch. Truett McConnell with an 8-1 start. They're looking really good so far. We'll move on here. The Chicagoland Collegiate Athletic Conference. St. Francis out of Illinois is in the one spot there. St. Xavier out of Illinois in two. Trinity Christian, three. Judson, four. And Olivet Nazarene, five. That's for the Chicagoland Collegiate Athletic Conference. For the Crossroads League, one through three here. Taylor in the first spot. Mount Vernon Nazarene, two. And Huntington, three. Moving on to the GSAC, the Golden State Athletic Conference. Westmont, number one. Vanguard, two. The Masters, three. And William Jessup, four. Just on the outside is Hope International. In the GPAC, the Great Plains Athletic Conference, one is Morningside, two Briarcliff, three Jamestown, four Doan, five Mount Marty out of South Dakota. Cody, man, tell us a little bit more about the team out of Iowa and Morningside. You know, the Mustangs are looking really good to start the year. 4-0 in conference play already. They're hitting 349 as a team. Right fielder Levi Davidson leads the team in hits and runs. He's batting 375, a really good player. Shortstop Carter Kratz hitting 469 in 11 games, wow. six stolen bases. They have 26 steals as a team. Look out for Morningside this year. Moving on here to the Heart of America Athletic Conference, the one spot belonging there to Central Methodist, the two spot to Benedictine out of Kansas, three, the Statesman of William Penn, four, Clark. Cody, man, William Penn has looked really, really, really good this year. They're 16 and three overall. Central Methodist up there at 16 and four. This could be a tight race. Tell us more about the team in the three slot out of William Penn. You know, they're hitting 366 as a team. They're top five in the country in batting average hits, runs per game. They're really swinging it. Center fielder Blaze Spees, 419, 30 RBIs already on the season. And starting pitcher Chase Stratton has been an absolute dude. 4-0, 1.51 ERA, and he has 56 strikeouts and 35 innings pitch. Only eight walks. Look out for Stratton. He's putting up really good numbers. Going into the independent rankings, Georgia Gwinnett is ranked one there. They are the only independent team ranked. The Mid-South Conference, Cumberland's Kentucky one, Georgetown two, Campbellsville three, and then Cumberland out of Tennessee in the fourth spot. The North Star Athletic Association, Bellevue one, Mayville State out of North Dakota two, Presentation out of South Dakota in the three spot. And the Red River Athletic Conference, LSU Shreveport, 27-4 and four on the year. They sit number one in that conference. Jarvis Christian at 19-9 sits in the two-spot. Our Lady of Lake, three. Texas A&M, Texarkana, four. Cody, man, Jarvis Christian has really jumped out to a lot of people this year. Tell us a little bit more about the team at Hawkins, Texas. JCC, they've won nine in a row, seven and two in conference. Second baseman, Carlos Reyes, hitting 429, 36 hits, 26 runs, and 10 stolen bases. Chandler Matthews has three home runs, and he leads the team with 22 RBIs. And, Robbie, I know you're a big bullpen guy. Philip Grigo, 15 appearances, 2.84 ERA, and he already has a couple of saves on the year. Jarvis Christian's playing really well. Relievers need love, too. We always have to give a shout-out to the relievers and the closers. Moving on here to the River States Conference, University of Rio Grande, number one in that conference, IU Southeast, two. Indiana Kokomo is three, and Point Park, four. Just on the outside is Midway at five. 
IU Kokomo Cody has been fantastic this year. It's their second year of baseball. Tell us more about this squad. Eight and one in conference, 18 and seven overall. Super impressed with Kokomo in their second year. Left fielder Jared Hurd, he leads the team in hits, home runs, and RBIs, hitting 308 with five home runs and 23 ribbies. A couple of pitchers really standing out for them. Noah Richardson, 4 0, 2.76 ERA with 36 Ks. And starting pitcher Owen Callahan, 1.45 ERA and 26 strikeouts. Sooner Athletic Conference number one is OCU, the Stars of Oklahoma City at 23 and 4. Number two is the University of Science and Arts out of Chickasha, Oklahoma at 22 and 4. Texas Wesleyan, the Rams sit in third. Southwest Christian, fourth. Wayland Baptist tied for fourth as well. Southern States Athletic Conference, the number one team is Faulkner. Number two, Middle Georgia State. Three, Mobile. And four is Bethel out of Tennessee. Moving on here to the Sun Conference down in Florida, number one overall team in the nation and the number one team in the Sun Conference, Southeastern University is 26-3. and three. Number two is St. Thomas University. Three is Warner. They are 26-9. and nine. Also in the three spot is Weber International at 21-11. and 11. And then five is Kaiser University at 20-10. and 10. The Wolverine Hoosier Athletic Conference, number one team is Indiana Tech. Number two is Concordia. And number three is Madonna, but Cody, man, before we move on to the next part where we talk about what do all these rankings mean, Warner is having an absolutely incredible season. They've played a ton of games. They've won a ton of games. They're on fire. We're going to talk about them in the top 25 rundown. What has made this Warner team so special? Well, mainly they're playing games, like you said, 36 total games already. They've already pitched 280 innings as a team. Alex Vasquez, eight home runs, 47 RBIs. We're in March, and he already has season numbers for a lot of players. Andres Fernandez, the starting pitcher, 5-3 and three on the year, sub-4 ERA, 48 strikeouts. Warners played themselves from the top 25. So, Cody, one of the things that we kind of have an idea how it works, but we don't know everything about how it works, a lot of people don't understand how that there's not a – just a ballot given out with 25 slots and the coaches and they tell the coaches rank your top 25 teams. So much of it comes down to these conference rankings, which is released the day before the top 25 comes out. And basically there is no set way that ever that a conference does it. So what the Southern States athletic conference does might be different than what the Wolverine Hoosier athletic conference does. Every conference does it different. Some conferences will have every conference has one Raider, but some conferences will have that one Raider do you know, rank their teams one through 10 on the, on his own. Other conferences will give teams a vote. There might even be a third different type of way that it's able to get done in other conferences around the nation. But every single conference in the NAI is different in how it gets its conference rated at the same time. For instance, in the Wolverine Hoosier athletic conference, Indiana tech one Concordia, Michigan two Madonna three, the Raider for that conference would suggest where each team should be ranked in the top 25. Also with that, Concordia, Michigan cannot be ranked higher than Indiana Tech in the top 25 because Indiana Tech is higher ranked in the Wolverine Hoosier Athletic Conference ranking. It's a little bit confusing. It's a lot going on. But every team gets a suggestion of where they should be ranked, whether it's 1 through 5, 6 through 10, 11 through 
15 and so on and so forth. And some teams will be ranked not in the top 30, which means they're not going to be ranked. This goes on differently for every single conference. And Cody, I think you can attest to this. There's a lot of confusion about how this happens. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely confusing for sure, but we're all trying to get it worked out. And as long as I get the top 10 teams in at the end of the year, that's all that matters to me. You know, and one of the big things to remember here is it's not a perfect system, but we are so much better off than Division Two or Division Three. Yeah, we might be lacking Division One. But as far as the NAI goes, I think baseball's got the best ranking system available. I think, you know, this is the most advanced ranking system in the NAI. And the way that it's done for postseason purposes, I think, is much better than Division Two or Division Three. I was talking with someone today, and I said, you know what? If push came to shove, you could basically have a – a, a regional, a southeastern regional tournament that would include southeastern Faulkner, Georgia Gwinnett, Middle Georgia, St. Thomas, Tennessee Wesleyan, Bryan, all in the same type of southeastern region. And Cody, I mean, that would be better than the World Series. Yeah, at that point, I mean, you're just stacking a bracket. I definitely like that we spread it out the best we can, and you know, different regions have a different opportunity. I like boat ship too. I'm a fan of it. It works itself out. People stress about the JSI index or boat ship right now. It's all going to work itself out in May. I mean, you have Warner. They played, what, 36 games? You have Morningside's played, what, like maybe 15 to 16? So it's just, you got to let it work itself out. Let's take a look now at our top 25 rundown. Taking a look at the top five teams in the nation, receiving all 18 of the votes. Unanimous number one team is Southeastern University. They are 26-3. and three. They are the number one team again. Number two in the nation, moving up one spot from three, is Faulkner University. Moving into the number three spot from the five spot, Westmont out of California. Freed Hardeman moves from outside of the top five into the number four spot. And OCU, Oklahoma City University, Denny Crayball and his star squad move into the number five spot. Tennessee Wesleyan drops back from two to six. Some teams making some big jumps, and a lot of teams in the middle Kind of stayed put, but some teams making some jumps. Texas Wesleyan from 21 to 17. Warner from not ranked to 21st. Also, can't forget Benedictine Mesa. Benu Mesa moves from 23 to 19. Vanguard drops back from 15 to 23. Weber International back into the top 25. They move from not ranked to 24th. Mobile drops back from 18 to 25. We had two teams drop out of the top 25 this week, Kaiser University out of Florida and William Jessup University out of California. Rio Grande is on the outside looking in, essentially at the 26th spot. Tabor in the 27th spot, the Masters in the 28th, and IU Southeast, Jarvis Christian, Truett McConnell, all receiving votes on the outside looking in. Cody, man, is there anybody that jumps out to you, anything that you know, we might see somebody move into that top twenty-five pretty soon here. Yeah, you know, I think Rio Grande—they're sniffing on that door. I think they're just playing really well, and I think if they could just take a couple more series, they're going to possibly work their way into that top twenty-five and replace someone in the next two weeks. Definitely have a good chance of that. Our Silverback Sports Big Series of the Week recap: Taking a look here, Brian wins the series versus Tennessee Wesleyan, two games to one. The scores went like this: four to two in game number one. For Brian, 10-4 in game number two for Brian. And then 
Tennessee Wesleyan salvages game number three in a 6-2 final. For Brian, the players that we're going to highlight here, Joseph Cuomo, seven innings pitch, two earned runs, 10 strikeouts, and then third baseman David Scoggins, two home runs in the series. For Tennessee Wesleyan, Jack Granith, four innings pitch, one earned run, seven strikeouts in his pitching appearance. Oklahoma Wesleyan took on Tabor. That was a 2-1 to one series win for Oklahoma Wesleyan. Tabor actually took game number one by a score of 6-4, to four, but then Oklahoma Wesleyan comes back, a dominant game two, 17-4 win for them, and then a walk-off in game number three, 3-2 to two, Oklahoma Wesleyan final. Shortstop Austin Soka is who we're going to highlight for Oklahoma Wesleyan, three home runs and five RBIs. Also want to give a highlight to third baseman John Lantigua. Eight hits, a home run, seven RBIs in that series. Tyson Cronin has been fantastic. Seven innings pitched, two earned runs, and seven strikeouts for Tabor. Got to give a shout to the relief pitchers. Hayden Wheeler, he went four innings pitch, one hit, and eight strikeouts in his appearance. Our final Silverback Sports big series of the week was Georgia Gwinnett and Indiana Tech, a two-to-one series victory for GGC. Game number one was a 10-to-5 GGC victory. 10-6 in game number two in favor to Indiana Tech, and then four. Four to three, GGC walks it off in game number three. Greg Lukanen was fantastic for the Grizzlies. Seven innings pitched, two earned runs, 10 strikeouts, and then Gabe Austin has really made an impact this year for GGC. Six hits, a home run, and four RBIs. For Indiana Tech, Jacob Alvarez, a triple and five RBIs in his series. Cody, man, give me a little rundown on, on you know a couple of these series here, what you saw this weekend. You know, really impressive performance for Brian to take those first two games. Really surprised they didn't move up in the rankings this week. I thought they deserved it. And Oklahoma Wesleyan versus Tabor, Georgia Gwinnett versus Indiana Tech, phenomenal series. Just two really outstanding matchups. I think both were really evenly matchup series. Uh, hats off to GGC and hats off to Oklahoma Wesleyan. Yeah, no, definitely there were some great series this past weekend. And I'm so excited to get down to our Silverback Sports Big Series of the Week for this weekend because I think we're going to have every week, I think, well, this is going to be the best series of the year like we had with OCU and USA Ho. And we've got a really, really good one this week to tell you about in just a bit. First, surprises of the week. Our first surprise of the week, Arizona Christian. Shout out to them. They take three of four versus William Jessup. Knock William Jessup out of the top 25. A shout out to William Carey over at Milt Wheeler Field. They take the series versus number 25, Mobile. Lewis Clark sweeps number 23, Vanguard. Point. They beat Faulkner 5-4, to four, a huge win for Point. College of the Ozarks beat Oklahoma Wesleyan 4-3. And then another big one, USCB snaps Middle Georgia's 14-game win streak 5-2. Important to note, both Faulkner and Middle Georgia did split. Cody still, Middle Georgia, Faulkner, they get to meet this weekend. I'm, I'm pretty pumped to get to that one. But do any other surprises stand out to you? Huge win for the Ozarks. They go in there and beat number 13 Oklahoma Wesleyan. Just a really big-time relief performance from Sean Neal in that game. Good win for the Bobcats. Absolutely agree. A huge win for the Bobcats out of hard work, U College of the Ozarks. No better time than right now to tell you about Silverback Sports, the official sponsor of the NAI Ball Podcast, the Alpha in Arm Care and Training Essentials, premium and durable materials for individual and team uses. And, guys, they're always available at shopsilverback.com. They've got some really good, items online right now you can get leather wrist weight set and carry bag for $45 that's on sale from 
$65, a mini trampoline rebounder and a carry bag at $45. Ballistic throwing set's going to only cost you $50. I mean, this is some incredible pricing. Bands for adult and youth, $26. You get the whole arm care bundle for $70. Silverback Sports is where you need to be buying your equipment, whether it be for your individual use, for the entire team. They'll work with you. Made by coaches. Quality stuff. Absolutely fantastic people over at Silverback Sports. So give them a look right now. ShopSilverback.com. Look them up on Twitter, at ShopSilverback. Don't forget to unlock the Silverback in you with Silverback Sports. Now time for our NAI Ball Podcast Players of the Week. Cody, man, tell us a little bit more about our pitcher. The NAI Ball Pitcher of the Week is William Penn's Alec Myers. He threw a perfect game in the win over Lincoln. Seven innings pitched, six strikeouts. 55 total pitches thrown, 7.8 pitches per inning, just 2.6 pitches per at-bat. Absolutely phenomenal start for him. He's the first pitcher in William Penn since 2001 to throw a perfect game. Congratulations to Alec Myers. Yeah, I got to give a quick shout-out uh, to at Aiden underscore O2 underscore on Twitter who gave us that information about pitches per innings pitch and pitches per batter. 55 pitches in a perfect game. I mean, that's that's absolutely incredible. Shout out to Alec Meyer and William Penn. Our hitter of the week is LSU junior outfielder Taylor Fajardo. Went 10 for 13 with a double, three home runs, two stolen bases, 14 RBIs in his last eight games, 18 for 32, four doubles, seven home runs, and 22 RBIs. He's absolutely on fire. Congratulations to our hitter of the week, Taylor Fajardo. And our pitcher of the week, Alec Myers from William Penn, Fajardo out of LSU Shreveport. Series to watch right now. Taking a look at some of the best series and games this weekend going on. Westmont versus Vanguard. Union will take on Truett McConnell. Point Park versus IU Southeast. Tennessee Wesleyan versus St. Andrews. Northwestern out of Iowa will take on Midland. GGC will take on Lyon. Reinhardt versus Bryan. Central Baptist will take on Fried Hardeman University. Warner and Southeastern. Weber International versus Kaiser. Hope International versus Menlo. Viterbo versus Presentation. Clark will meet with William Penn. Bellevue versus May State. And then Texas Wesleyan versus Southwestern Christian out of Oklahoma. Tony, man, which of these games and series really kind of stand out to you? Two huge series this weekend. One in the GSAC, Westmont Vanguard, huge series out west. And then in the North Star, Bellevue and Mayville State, huge series up north. See which the Jamestown move into the G Pack. This is a big weekend for both of those teams. Yeah, that that's got the possibility to really decide the conference right there, and that is huge for both Bayville Bellevue, excuse me, for both Bellevue and Mayville State. A huge series between Bellevue and Mayville State. I will be keeping an eye course, like I do every week, Weber International versus Kaiser. That'll be a good one. Texas Wesleyan as well. I'll be checking in on GGC Lion. I think GGC has one of the best broadcasts out there. Shout out to them. And then Tennessee Wesleyan versus St. Andrews. Tennessee Wesleyan with a big opportunity this weekend to jump back on track inside of their conference play. Point Park versus IU Southeast is always a fun one to watch. A good little rivalry in that one. Our Silverback Sports Big Series of the Week. 
We've got two of them this week, and the first one is Cumberland's versus Georgetown, a Mid-South Conference showdown. Cumberland's 22-3 and entering today versus Georgetown, 21-7. and For CU, the players to watch, Brian Leaf is hitting 361 with eight home runs, 24 RBIs. Rowdy Martinez, 359, five home runs, 21 RBIs. Again, got to give a shout-out to Brian Benz. He's the program's all-time home run leader hitting 311 on the season, and then pitcher to watch, Zach Hurley, a 191 ERA with a 4-1 record, 33 innings pitched, 36 strikeouts, and a 172 opponent average. For Georgetown, a couple of players to keep an eye on right here. Chris Gilbody hitting 322 with 28 hits, 14 RBIs. Shada Usada, 338 average, four home runs, 25 for him, 25 RBIs on the season for him. And then the pitcher is Alvin Vega. Cody, man, ridiculous numbers here. 0.35 ERA, 3-0 record, 26 innings pitched, 28 strikeouts. Also got to give a shout-out to Keon Taylor. Seven saves on the season. Bullpen pitchers deserve love, too. Tell me a little bit about Cumberland's out of Kentucky taking on Georgetown. No, I mean, I'm really looking forward to this one. Cumberland's went 4-0 versus Georgetown last year. They went 2-0, took the conference series, and then they went 2-0 in the conference tournament. They actually ended up ending Georgetown's season last year in the MSC tournament. Some half teams that already have 20 wins this year, number 11 versus number 22, be a good one. No, I absolutely agree. This is going to be a great series. Our national Silverback Sports Big Series of the Week. Take things down to the Southern States Conference. Faulkner, Middle Georgia. Two big-time programs matching up. Faulkner is hitting 303 as a team with a team ERA of 466. Their hitters to watch, Max Guzman, 383 average, seven home runs, 35 RBIs. Troy Black is hitting 364 with 32 hits, 16 RBIs. Jacob Freeland hitting for the Eagles this year, 24 hits on the year, 27 runs, three home runs, 23 RBIs. The pitchers to watch, Evan Gillespie with a point. 5-7 ERA, a 6-0 record in 31 and two-thirds innings pitch, 40 strikeouts on the year. Antonio Frias also being fantastic on the mound for the Eagles, a 386 ERA, 3-0 record in 35 innings pitch, 54 strikeouts. For Middle Georgia State, a 321 team average, a team ERA of 385. The hitters to watch, MJ Rookard, 413 average, 31 hits, 27 RBIs. Zach Cornell, 393, four home runs, 27 RBIs. Blake Jackson, 360 average, nine home runs, 38 RBIs. Pitchers to watch, Preston Sparks, 293 ERA, a 2-1 record, 30 and two-thirds innings pitch, 26 strikeouts. And then Jason Gifford with a 3-3-4 ERA, a 3-0 record in 29 and two-thirds innings pitch with 37 strikeouts on the year. Cody, this is the best series in the nation this week. Tell me more about it. I mean, I'm really looking forward to this one. Faulkner was able to win the season series last year down in Cochrane, taking two or three. But Middle Georgia got revenge in that SSAC title game, putting up 19 runs on the Eagles. These two teams love to play each other. They're definitely the top two teams in the SSAC this year. Number two versus number eight. Both of these teams can really swing it. They're both athletic. I'm looking forward to it. No, I Cody, man, I absolutely agree. This is a huge series, I think, really – this is dominance in that conference really being set up of who's going to be ranked higher 
when you look at things in conference rankings down the road here in two weeks, this conference series is going to play into that a lot. I think you've got the two best teams in that conference going at it this weekend. I am absolutely pumped for this one. Last but not least, we've got to talk about, well, the NAI and the Bachelorette. That's right. There is an NAI ball alumnus in the Bachelorette, the 2019 Bachelorette. That'll take place the first episode Monday, May 13th. And it's Luke Parker. Parker, a product of Faulkner University, hit 375 with five extra base hits, a home run, and eight stolen bases in 2017 for the Eagles. So we just got done saying that Faulkner's got the most important series. Luke Parker has maybe some important moments. I mean, Cody, you know, a lot of times these guys, if they make a good impression, they're the next bachelor. How how big time would that be? Well, I mean, I, I agree. First off, let's hope he just wins it off with this girl first. That doesn't work <laughs> out. I I agree. I hope he gets his spinoff show. Huge. You know, I hope he gives some NAI ball love. Get some pub out there for us. You know, I, I know it already taped and all that, but he should be, you know, retweeting us and, and all of that. You know, should, wouldn't you think so that he should be giving us shout outs right now? You know, I hope, you know, let's see how far he makes it. I would hate for him to get cut like week one, but, you know, if he gets longer into that show, we'll have to see. So, definitely a lot going on this week. Cody, man, really quickly, any final thoughts from you? A lot of good matchups on paper this weekend. I'm really looking forward to it. No, I think it'll be a great weekend. A lot of good matchups, as you said. I'm absolutely excited for it. I'm stoked. I think it'll be big time. So we thank you for listening in, as always, for all of your stats, scores, information. Follow Cody at NAI Ball on Twitter. You can also find us on Facebook. All you got to do is search NAI Ball for our sponsor. And follow Silverback Sports on Twitter at ShopSilverback, ShopSilverback.com. For myself, Robbie Gutierrez, the host of the NAI Ball Podcast, at RobG1063. Enjoy the games. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to another episode of the NAI Ball Podcast. Have a great day and an even better. Hey guys, Robbie Gutierrez here, host of the NAI Ball Podcast. Let me take a moment to tell you about our sponsor, Silverback Sports. Silverback Sports was created by coaches and for coaches. They are supplying over 100 colleges around the nation with bands and ballistic plyo balls in throwing and hitting sets. On top of it all, they now offer mini rebounders and leather wrist weights. They have top quality products at affordable prices. Find it all at ShopSilverback.com and follow them on Twitter at ShopSilverback. Silverback Sports, the alpha in arm care and training essentials.